Rambam, Mishneh Torah, Hilchah the laws of Toen Vinitin. Litigation, plaintiffs and defendants, Pedic Revi, chapter 4 is a continuation of the theme of chapter 3, Molde Bemixas, partial admission. Is he obligated to take an oath? Under what circumstances is he not obligated to take an oath? Aleph 1, one who admits a partial admission. He is not obligated to take an oath, biblically, until the demand will be in an item, which in some way could be measured, weighed, weighed or counted. And the, that's the demand. And the admission should be and the same thing. Something that could be measured, weighed, or counted. Kate said, for example, You owe me ten dinars. I do not. I only owe you five. There we have a demand of ten, an admission of five. Perfect. Measure of wheat. You owe me, all I owe you is a half a kur. A lesach is a half a kur. Two liters of silk you owe me. I only have a roitel, which is part of that. I guess a half. Harezechayev is obligated. And the same applies to any similar situation. A ritl is a measure. Ritlin is plural, rutl is singular. So I, did, I, was, I was not correct when I said that it is a half of a liter. Okay. But if he said to him, Listen, my man, I gave you a wallet full of dinars. And the defendant says, You didn't give me a wallet full. You gave me 50. Well, you know what? The demand was a wallet full. The admission was 50. That's like different worlds. I gave you 50 dinars. You gave me a bunch. I didn't count them. I have no idea how many they were. Whatever you gave me, that's what you're getting. All of these are exempt from the obligation of taking an oath. Anything similar I gave you a house full of grain. And the other guy says, You gave me grain, but ten kurin. So it's, again, denial, not like the, the admission is not along the same lines as the denial. The admission was not along the same lines as the demand. I gave you ten kurin. I have no idea. We didn't measure. Whatever you gave. That's what you get. Potter is not obligated to take the oath. Ba'izeh, mole, I gave you a house full. 
up to its haziz, up to that protruding beam. It was filled with whatever. Masati loch, I gave you. Ba'alomer, and the other one says, Ada chaloin, you gave me a house full of whatever. It went up to, but not that beam. It went up to the window, which is below the beam. Chayav, here the obligation of the loan kicks in. Was there any other similar scenario? Dalit ain't made in the mix of The partial admission scenario does not have an obligation of a loan of, of, a, of an oath. Until the admission is concerning something that could have been denied. One has to admit to something that could have been denied. Ketzat, for example. What if somebody's fellow? What if a person, what if the plaintiff demanded and said, You owe me a hundred dinars. Fifty, which is in this promissory note. I have a promissory note that says, You owe me fifty. And the second 50, below star. There was no promissory note. There was an oral loan. That's the demand. <coughs> what is the admission? What I owe you are the 50 in the document. The oral ones, I don't know what you're talking about. Is this considered a partial admission to require an oath? The answer is no. This is not considered a partial admission. Why? Because when you have a promissory note that's not questioned, you can't deny a promissory note. A promissory note is like gold. So if somebody comes along with a promissory note and he says, hey, mister, is a promissory note, he collects. You can't, I, I don't owe it to you. Jump in the lake. You pay. That's what the court will tell. As they used to say in New Jersey. Jump in the lake and swallow a snake and come up with a bellyache. But you got to pay. That was just to lighten the mood here. This is not considered a partial admission. Because you can't deny the obligation of a validated promissory note. By everything he owns is leaned. Even if he denied it, it wouldn't help him. He would have to pay. The best he could do is take a rabbinic oath on the 50, but the biblically mandated oath doesn't kick in because there was no partial admission because a partial admission has to be something that could have been denied. The claim has to have, the part of the claim has to be able to be denied. You can't deny that promissory note loan. Hey, five stars, what if there is a note that says, Sloyim, you owe me dollars. Sela, Sloyim. It doesn't say how many. It says dollars. Malva the lender says, You know what Sloyim means here? You know what the word dollars means in this note? It means five. I remember. I've got a memory like an elephant. The borrower says, Azoi. I've got a better memory. It's three. And that's what the word dollars means. It's three. Now, just between you and me, when it says minimum, 
Sloyim. What does it mean? Minimum plural is two. It's not five, and it's not three. Even though the obligation of this note will only be two, because it's minimum plural. And here he did admit to an extra seller, an extra dollar that he could have denied. Because had he denied the third and just gone with two, nobody could do anything to him. But this is not a partial admission, meaning the demand was five, he admits to three. Harezapotri is exempt. Why? Because we learned a law earlier, and it's a very important law, and that's the Meshiv Aveda law. When somebody comes and says, Hey, my friend, you lost your wallet. Here's your wallet. There's $100 in it. The guy looks and he says, There was 200 So our sages instituted that no oath has to be taken because otherwise no one will ever return a wallet. So that's the Meshiv Aveda ordinance. That's the Good Samaritan ordinance, I call it. Let's not talk about Good Samaritan because we don't know the roots of that. So it's returning a, a, a lost object. It's a rabbinic ordinance. Anyone who will be kind enough to restore a lost object, Lo Yeshova, should not be required to swear. That's like, would be cruel and unusual punishment. As we explained in its proper place. So this would be the same. The note says two. He's kind enough to admit to three. You're going to make him take oaths because the guy wants five? Not nice. So also if somebody says to his fellow, listen my friend, my daddy told me, he was from Texas, my daddy told me, you owe me a hundred thousand dollars. The other guy says, I owe you, but only 50. My daddy told me is not a very good argument. My daddy told me it doesn't mean very much. It's not a promissory note. The fact that he's giving him 50 is very nice. It's like he's returning a lost object. Here we don't even mandate him to take a rabbinic oath. What do you mean my daddy told me? Maybe it was paid back. Who knows? It's a very weak claim. Certainly, if he himself admitted the Yomar, he said, your father had a mana, had a hundred in my possession. I owed your father a hundred, but I paid him fifty. Here's the fifty balance. There isn't even a rabbinic oath mandated here because he's a very nice guy. <clears throat> he didn't have to do that. He's honest Abe. Avobot, Yiddish, if we have the case of an heir. Shetohan, who claimed, Vyomari says, Ani, Yudea, I know for certain. Sheyeshli, Ovi, Biyodcho. That your father owes my father a hundred dollars. That's a fact. I'm the heir. I checked everything. And he says, It's only 50. This would be, because it's the partial admission of a certain claim, made the mix as a partial admission. He should have to take the oath. Mon, the other one, the other one, the other one, 
Monali biyodecha. You owe me a hundred. Al mashkenzen. It's collateralized against this collateral. I have collateral. You owe me a hundred. Ein lecha biyodi olav alachamishim. Says the fellow. I owe you yes on the collateral yes, but only fifty. This is considered partial admission and the obligation of oath should kick in. But what if the collateral is only worth 50 or less so the balance is not collateralized? It's a problem. He swears. And he does pay the 50. Why? Because despite the fact that it's only worth 50, it was a partial admission of the 100. But if the collateral was worth 100 or more, and the claim is 100, now when I say you owe me 100 and I have your collateral, let's face it, I've already collected being that the lender could lean up to the value of the collateral. He's got a very powerful position. We don't have the guy admit, deny, oaths. Here the lender takes the oath and collects. Because he has the collateral. As we've discussed earlier, what if the collateral was not worth 100, but only worth 80? The lender can swear that he owes him at least 80 and can collect from the collateral. Now the borrower can swear to the 20 he denied that's not collateralized. If he denied everything, he said, Yes, you have my object, but it was given for safekeeping. It's not collateral, it's mine. What are you talking about? You got nothing. Here, again, the lender swears that he owes him 80. Because if you have collateral and you claim it's a loan, it's a loan. The borrower can take a rabbinic oath against the 20 that's not collateralized and walk. Zayin, mona libiyodcha, you owe me a hundred. Valomarin says, Chamishim vada yeshlecha biyodi. Fifty, for sure I owe you. Aba Chamishim, any yadeya, but the other fifty, I, I don't know. I don't know. Imani chayeb bohem, I love if I owe it to you or not. Harizem echuyev shvua, here he is obligated to take an oath, but ne shahedeb emixes, because he admitted to the fifty. That's a partial admission. Veni yachal yeshava bemixes shakopa bay, but he cannot swear to the half that he denied, because he doesn't know. So here we have a situation where there's an obligation for a loan which cannot be taken. As we learned earlier, what you do when you have an obligation to take a loan, you can't take the loan, is you pay. And you pay, and you pay. Was there any other similar situation? However, because he's so upset, he can Ask the court to issue a ban of excommunication for anybody who is making a demand of me. He's not certain that I owe him. And that's the least we can do for him. Eight You owe me a hundred. 
Bare eight echot meyad olav, and there's one witness that agrees. And the defendant says, Cain, who it's true. But you have obligations to me which will wipe off my obligation. Which means the litigant says you owe me a hundred. The defendant, the, the plaintiff says you owe me a hundred. The defendant says, yes, I do, but you owe me a hundred against it for some reason. Which means, and there's one witness, which means that He's not denying that which the witness says. He's just guilty with an explanation. He has to take an oath. But he can't take an oath. And he has to pay. In this case, why can't he take an oath? Because he does confess. He does admit to that which the Witness testified to. And anybody who's going to go take an oath because of one witness's testimony can only take that oath. If he denies the claim of the witness, and he just denies it outright, the denial can bring in the oath, but here he doesn't deny what he says. He says, I owe it to you with an explanation. The oath he has to take, but he can't take it. If there's a document that has one witness, and he argues that he paid the document, there's a promissory note that has one witness, and he says he paid it. Or anybody who denied, and one witness came to testify the opposite. And he argues, I repaid or I restored the object of safekeeping. Another situation where there is a mandate for an oath, but he can't swear. And in this case, again, he has to pay. And here the Rambam brings down. I said earlier at the very introduction of this book, of book 13, that this book has more stories than any of the other 14 books of the Rambam. There's a story, there's an incident that occurred, and this classic case is referred to as Niska Dirab Abba in Baba Basra 34. Or the Shein Kesef He seized a slab of silver from his fellow in the presence of one witness. So one witness saw him take something that's stealing. You're seizing a slab of silver. The Yomar came and afterwards he said, of course I seized a slab of silver. Chatapti, I grabbed it. Vishali chatapti, because it's mine. Or as the kid in Brooklyn said, it's mines. Yomru Chachamim and our sages said, he is obligated to take an oath here because there's one witness, but he cannot take an oath in this situation. So therefore, the only choice is he has to pay. Or any other similar situation. 
Had there not been a witness there, he could have sworn a rabbinically mandated oath that he grabbed his tongue of silver and had he denied the testimony of the witness and saying, I never did it, he would have to swear a Torah-mandated oath that he didn't. But here, he did not deny. He just said, I took, and I took mine. So, Houston, we got a problem. Test 9, Monel Visicha. I lent you a hundred. I, says the lender, lent you a hundred million dollars. What does the defendant or borrower say? Lahadam, lo, hoyu, dvorim, meyelam. Never happened. Who are you? He brings one witness that testifies that he saw the loan come down. If there would be two witnesses here, he would have to pay two. As we explain, I'm sorry, if there were two witnesses here, he would be established as a Liar, and he would have to pay because when two witnesses testify that a loan took place, the denial can't help. Here's a case where the one witness kicks in a loan obligation. Whenever two require money to be paid, one requires an oath. But if he said, Parati, I paid back. Here he has to pay without the oath to Meshabiyanu. As we explained earlier in the laws of Malve Velove, you, the closing paragraph of this chapter, I owe you nothing. And witnesses testify. That he owes him 50. This is an interesting scenario. The Plaintiff says, you owe me a hundred. The defendant says, I owe you nothing. Witnesses say, you owe 50. All of the scholars ruled, the law is, that he should pay 50. Because you have witnesses who say he owes 50. And then, he should take an oath for the rest. Why? The oath is only when he admits. Here, he doesn't admit. Witnesses testify. And he denies. This chidush, this contribution that the Rambam makes, quoting all the scholars, is because his own admission, which would have required an oath, should not be greater than the testimony of witnesses here who testified to 50. The witness's testimony of 50 should be no worse than his admission of 50. End of chapter 4.